0: I'm Nikki de Guzman, and here are the latest COVID 19 pandemic updates making headlines in the Philippines and across the globe. The Philippine Health Department is expecting the daily number of COVID-19 cases reported in the country to remain high in the coming days. This as the government works on ramping up its validation efforts as well as addressing its backlog of results for some 6,000 tests that were taken more than three days prior. Health Undersecretary Maria Rosario Vergere maintains the DOH recommendation to shift to loser quarantine is justified by actual metrics.
1: If we are going to really ramp up validation, we will be expecting these kind of numbers uh, every day until we we will be able to finish all of these backlogs. So, uh, as as we have said, we need to inform all of our citizens that these numbers are really old cases, and uh, there is no need to panic. For us to proposed the recommendation to the IATF and the president into this uh, shifting into GCQ, where indicators uh, like the case doubling time and the mortalities that are now declining. Uh, The numbers here that we have recommended uh, would be based on the onset of illness, which are actual numbers.
0: The Philippines reported a record high 1,046 cases on Friday, bringing the country's total to more than 16,000. Of the new numbers, only 46 are actually fresh cases. Recoveries, meanwhile, now stand at 3,720, the death toll at 942. COVID-19 curve in the Philippines is plateauing. That's according to Dr. Tony Lechon, a special advisor to the country's COVID-19 task force. Lechon backed the health department's position that the sudden spike in COVID-19 cases was due to the speeding up of the validation process. He says the surge is not based on real-time reports, and that Lechon adds the COVID-19 transmission rate in the country is stable, while the growth rate and death rate are both down. We
1: are seeing other metrics of improved in the transmission of the virus uh, without, of course, considering the the reports that we're getting right now, which may not be real time. There are other parameters to say that uh, we can actually consider lifting the, the lockdown based on this particular metrics. We are plateauing, and I think we have the opportunity to flatten it if the social distancing measures and other measures of the IATF will be followed by the citizens.
0: The Philippine government is allowing religious gatherings in areas under modified GCQ by June 1st, but only up to 50% of the capacity of the church or venue will be allowed. ABS-CBN correspondent Mike Davalio with the details.
1: Secretary Minato Guevara announced earlier today that religious gatherings will be allowed in churches or religious venues in areas under modified general community quarantine starting June 1. But churches are only allowed to accommodate only 50% of the capacity of the venue. As for churches in areas under general community quarantine, like the National Capital Region, the interagency task force will host a dialogue between the religious sector and representatives of the local government units on Monday morning. The IETF will will be expected to make a final resolution on the same day. According to Guevara, religious groups have presented numerous health protocols and other stringent measures that they intend to implement once greater attendance in public worship or religious service is allowed in GCK areas. At present, only a maximum of 10 persons is allowed. But some local government officials have expressed concern that increasing the number of participants in religious gatherings may lead to an upsurge in COVID-19 infections and derail the advancement to more relaxed mgcq regime this he said will have to be fleshed out during the dialogue on monday morning religious gatherings in other countries have been blamed for giving rise to super spreaders of the coronavirus the world health organization has advised faith-based organizations to hold faith activities remotely rather than in person using available technology to maintain community and continue worship
0: City of Manila building more quarantine facilities for COVID-19 patients as the city eases its lockdown measures by June 1st. Manila Mayor Isco Moreno says there are currently five quarantine facilities in the city and they are planning to build seven more. The city is also strengthening its bed capacity in hospitals for COVID-19 patients. Moreno adds they have partnered up with the private sector and ramping up the issuance of swab testing.
1: Going. Uh, yung una namin ay maitatag sa June
2: 15.
1: Mhm. Uh, uh, ay sa schedule namin as of last night uh, medyo uh, fast pace yung uh, yung uh, construction. No? The machine is already there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we will have at least uh, we can accommodate 94 every 2 hours. So if we have 4 hour, uh 8 hours a day uh, times times 4 and uh, if we have two shifts and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So it's more or less about a
2: thousand. Mm.
0: There are more than 800 active cases of the coronavirus in Manila City. The Philippine COVID 19 Task Force has allowed the gradual reopening of barbershops and salons in areas under general community quarantine starting June 7th. That's according to Trade Secretary Ramon Lopez. But Lopez says these establishments can only operate at 30% capacity in GCQ areas and at 50% capacity in areas under modified GCQ. An accreditation will reopen. Also, and um, it will no longer be needed. Mananayang says the establishments will be checked for compliance with strict health protocols to prevent the transmission of COVID-19.
1: Wakpu kayo masadu, ma excited dahil limitado po ang mga barbero at mga saludo sa paggugupit. Walaparing facial, walaparing sa koko, walaparing pantatanggal ng. Manga ano tawag dito <laughs> eyebrows hanggang gupit lang tayo.
0: The number coding scheme for vehicles in Metro Manila will still not be implemented when the NCR is placed under GCQ on June 1. Metropolitan Manila Development Authority spokesperson Celine Pialago says number coding is still not in effect from June 1 to 5. As for the modified number coding scheme, Pialago says they are still finalizing it and that it could take a couple of weeks before its implementation. She says they expect 70% of private vehicles to be out on the road once the GCQ starts. Pialago adds there will also be some changes in bus routes along EDSA. The four bus stops
1: would be North Avenue, Quezon Avenue, Ayala Avenue, and Taft Avenue. The bus stops under MRT the bus stops in the center island, hindi po muna ipapagamit because hindi pa po tapos. No? There are still some modifications ongoing.
0: And the Philippine Justice Department will be prioritizing cases against illegal COVID-19 clinics amid the pandemic. Justice officials add special attention is also being given to cybercrime cases. This after the Philippine police noted a rise in such incidents due to extensive use of Internet during the lockdown.
1: We know that there has been uh, around three hospitals and Secretary Guevara also issued a directive this week. Uh, doon sa ating NBI to continue yung um, kanilang operations against underground hospitals.
0: Tumaas ang bilang ng mga uh, child sexual exploitation material na galing sa Pilipinas, may nexus sa Pilipinas, habang panahon ng lockdown. Since the lockdown, nagkaroon na kami ng uh, rescue operations at, uh, uh, sa parte ng sa Cebu, sa Pampanga, sa Metro Manila. Other priority cases related to the COVID-19 pandemic include those against erring government officials as well as the confiscation of overpriced medical and hygiene products, which will be subject for distribution to public hospitals. A group of jeepney operators is concerned about the government's upcoming bus augmentation system, which will allow buses to ply some routes originally assigned to jeeps and public utility vans. The Alliance of Concerned Transport Operators questions why the Transport Department prioritized buses in the first phase of loosening quarantine measures in Metro Manila. Akto adds they had been ready for the new normal's health protocol standards.
1: Dahil may mga rota po naman na hindi naman dumadaan sa EDSA mm-hmm. at may mga rota rin naman na tinatawag natin na, na hindi pwedeng daanan ng mga bus. Kaya nga po yung sinasabi natin bakit hindi natin hindi isinali ang tinatawag natin na mga jeepney at saka UV. Number two, bakit nagbabanggit ang LP-PARV na sinasabi pa modernized jeep lamang daw ang priority na bibigyan niya ng pagkakataon na makalabas sa Ito sa, sa June 21, ay, uh, baka ang sila sasakot sa amin dito ay mawala na kami ng hanap buhay.
0: The government, however, explains there is still space for traditional jeepneys. Interior Undersecretary Secretary Deng Singh adds a relief is being planned for the sector.
1: Hindi nila papayagang uh, uh, lumarga yung matinatawag nating traditional jeepney, no? Except dun sa mga lugar na wala naman talaga mga jeep na or wala mga uh, specific na modernized jeep na dadaan, ipapayagan po yun ng LTFRP. Magkakaroon ng subsidy yung ating mga uh, mga operators, mga jeepney operators. Uh, sa panahon na kinakailangan silang lumbas na pero of course, inaantay po natin ang final dyan. At uh, ang pagkakalam ko po, facing po yan. Hindi naman po yan biglaan na lahat kayo mag-modernize. Imposible naman po yun.
0: Philippine Transport Group, Pasang Masda, appeals to the government to allow traditional jeepneys to operate as Metro Manila shifts to a general community quarantine. Pasang Masda Vice President Jojo Martin says 80% of jeepney drivers are still using old units. Martin also urges the Social Welfare and Development Department to make good on their promise of financial assistance to drivers hit hard by the pandemic.
1: Based on NCR, we have almost 300,000 jeepney drivers and PUV. Sama na po natin yung mga AUV natin. Almost uh, wala pa kung 20% ang nabibigyan ng ayuda. Kinahabaan pa rin po ng ating mga hanay ang kanilang pagtitiis na, well of course, umaasa pa rin po kami na ang ating pamahalaan po ay matutugunan ito at siya naman po maibibigay dun sa, sa aming hanay.
0: The Department of Transportation will roll out the resumption of mass transportation in two phases. In phase two of the protocol, only modern jeepneys are allowed to operate by June 22. Philippine Airlines will resume local and international flights on June 1st, but on limited capacity. International destinations include the United States, Canada, and mainland China. The flag carrier adds it's still evaluating the possibility of operating selected services to London and Sydney for the month of June. Domestic destinations, on the other hand, include Puerto Princesa, Cebu, Catiklan, as well as other routes coming out of Manila's main gateway, NAIA file says it plans to further increase the number of routes and flights in the coming months if global health conditions and aviation authorities allow them. It also assures passengers health and safety protocols will be strictly implemented. Police Lieutenant General Guillermo Elazar, commander of the Joint Task Force COVID 19 Shield, meanwhile clarifies travel authority from the PNP will still be needed for domestic flights. Elazar says the travel authority must be issued by the police station where the traveler belongs. He or she must also secure a medical clearance from the local government unit's health office. Elazar adds a travel authority is needed if the purpose of the trip is not work related he admits there have been calls for relaxing of restrictions
1: travel authority those who are not upper but uh, need to to move like for example these uh, locally stranded individuals now because there's some clamor also that uh, uh, not only those locally stranded individuals
0: the Philippine Tourism Department is betting on domestic demand to provide an impetus for the sector's eventual recovery. Tourism under secretary Bong Benzon says while tourism operations will remain suspended under the upcoming general community quarantine, the department is now planning on opening restricted travel in certain areas, subject to the approval of the COVID-19 task force and the local government units involved.
1: We're looking at uh, concepts like uh, developing a uh, travel bubble wherein you
0: initially promote um, two-way traffic between two destinations that, are, that have been determined or identified as COVID-free. So uh, if you have, let's say, destination A where there's no incidence or very low incidence of COVID, then you can encourage travel to point B, which similarly has a uh, low case of, uh, of uh, COVID. So in this uh, way, you're able to contain the movement of uh, your travelers and you're also able to to make sure that there is no uh, infection. The DOT says it's looking at mid-June to release its response recovery program for the sector, which will include loan and credit assistance, capacity building to meet new normal protocols, and information technology development. Several of Hong Kong's special privileges with the United States are set to be revoked soon. U.S. President Donald Trump made that announcement Friday in response to China's plan to impose new security legislation on the special administrative region. Trump aimed his tirades at China for allegedly undermining Hong Kong's autonomy.
1: The Chinese government's move against Hong Kong is the latest in a series of measures that are diminishing the city's long-standing and very proud status. This is a tragedy for the people of Hong Kong, the people of China, and indeed the people of the world. China claims it is protecting national security. But the truth is that Hong Kong was secure and prosperous as a free society. Beijing's decision reverses all of that.
0: The Hong Kong government slammed Trump's decision to strip the city of its special status. Security Minister John Lee maintains the city will not be threatened and will still push through with a new law. As for Justice Minister Teresa Chang, implementing national security laws is legal and necessary. The measure has sparked new pro-democracy protests in the city. Twitter takes action on U.S. President Donald Trump's tweet over the violent protests that followed after the death of George Floyd details
2: in this report. The feud between Donald Trump and Twitter escalated Friday when the social media company took the unprecedented step of hiding a tweet by the president of the United States. Trump tweeted that the military was ready to step in and help quell violent protests in Minneapolis and said looters would be shot. Twitter masked that message with a banner that said, this tweet violated the Twitter rules about glorifying violence. But added, however, Twitter has determined that it may be in the public's interest for the tweet to remain accessible. Users who clicked the banner could see the tweet, which read, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Thank you. A Twitter spokeswoman said CEO Jack Dorsey knew of the decision to tag Trump's tweet as a violation. On its own thread, Twitter said it took the action, quote, in the interest of preventing others from being inspired to commit violent acts. Twitter's action came after Trump said he would introduce legislation that may scrap or weaken a law that has protected Internet companies, including Twitter and Facebook. The proposed legislation is part of an executive order Trump signed on Thursday afternoon. Trump had attacked Twitter for tagging tweets of his this week about unsubstantiated claims of fraud in mail-in voting. Twitter added a warning, prompting readers to fact-check the posts. Twitter's decision to intervene in Trump's messages is in contrast with Facebook, whose CEO Mark Zuckerberg told Fox News in an interview earlier this week, quote, I just believe strongly that Facebook shouldn't be the arbiter of truth of everything that people say online. Trump and others in his Republican Party have claimed social media sites censor conservative viewpoints. On Friday morning, Trump tweeted, Twitter is doing nothing about all the lies and propaganda being put out by China or the radical left Democrat Party. They have targeted Republicans, conservatives, and the President of the United States. Section 230 should be revoked by Congress. Until then, it will be be regulated.
0: Trump, meanwhile, backpedaled on his Twitter threat to respond with deadly force against rioters. Speaking at the White House, Trump said he understood why the incident has sparked nationwide protests, but he added that they should not be allowed to turn to lawless anarchy. And those were the latest. I'm Nikki de Guzman. For more updates, subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter.